0: Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast. A common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Fratt, the Conservative Hippie.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's me, the Conservative Hippie. Thank you so much for finding the show, for being a part of the Conservative Hippie community. We will... Create a better future together. A free, compassionate, strong community. We will build that for the future together. uh, We just have to get engaged, get moving, stand up, make our voices heard. Because so many people need us right now. They need our voice. They need our strength. And so it's up to you. It's up to you to stand up, And to be a participant in this current life cycle, this current timeline. Boy, this timeline, how strange! Is this world that we live in? I'm looking at uh, a constant feed of of supply ships off the coast of uh, off the west coast, shoot, uh, off all the coasts of the United States. Apparently, just sitting in queue, trying to unload their Chinese cargo onto our shores, sitting there. Uh, I hear all the doom that we're going to have shortages everywhere, and it's like. How the hell is the stock market holding up in the face of global shutdown, supply shortages, people bunkered down in their homes, so many people unemployed? It's an awful strange situation we find ourselves, isn't it? Well, I've got an interesting show today. We're doing a video as well as a podcast. If you want to check out my videos, just go over to Odyssey, uh, O-D-Y-S-E-E.com, the video sharing uh, crypto-based app. Um, Subscribe to my channel, The Conservative Hippie. If you just search, you'll find it. You'll find my my face. Uh, If you want to uh, hit me up on Twitter, At jfrat is my Twitter handle. I'm still there. I didn't didn't get purged in the recent deduction of uh, accounts that Twitter put through uh, in the last 24 hours. Um, But anyways, let's get on with the show. All right, we're going to start the show off today with some speculation. Ooh, fun, salacious speculation. We all love that. And then we're going to move into what I would consider the more important part of the show, which is factual COVID information. I will not try to gaslight you, give you my own personal narrative. I just want to share some facts that I found through digging that don't seem to be reported in mainstream media or, oh shoot, among my neighbors, among my family. It's almost like hidden information that's right in front of you. Well, I'm here to bring it out and share it with you. But first, first, let's get some speculation time, some some salacious speculation. Woo. Love it. I know. Hey, if we can't speculate with this fire hose of information coming at us, I mean, what, what good is it? What good is it with all of this information and misinformation coming at us to not try to parse and speculate on what the truth and reality is behind the curtain? So what I've got today is a video of John Kerry John Kerry in his official position what well, what is his official position it is climate envoy for the Biden administration so John Kerry former head of the state state department uh, all around swell guy former former presidential candidate for the Democratic Party, you know, took a trip to Antarctica right after Trump uh, won the 2016 election. Hey, John, what was that trip to Antarctica all about? We all want to know that and what was in the white envelopes. But anyways, I digress. He is the climate envoy for the Biden administration. Well, John Kerry was in the news this week as he went to France. I I, I have no idea how this is on a climate mission, but he went to France to smooth things over with the French because the Biden administration and the Boris Johnson administration, so the U.S. and the U.K., they went in and did a deal with the Australians that kicked the French out of a previous deal that had been done with the Australians. So the Australians in 2016 signed a deal with France for diesel engine-powered submarines. Now in 2021, the UK and the US signed a deal with the Australians for nuclear-powered submarines. And the Australians said, hey, France, you know that 2016 deal? Kick rocks. Kick rocks. Well, that angered the french the french were pissed that their allies and partners would go and fandangle an underhanded move where they already had real estate gained um and and in case you were wondering yes our global governments are just big arms dealers apparently it's big stuff right uh, france france signs a deal for arms five years later the u.s comes in and says ha We've got a better deal. We've got better arms we'll sell you. And Australia was just caught there trying to get the best deal and the best equipment for their country. Well, France was pissed off. France pulled back uh, diplomats from the United States, very upset about this. So John Kerry was sent to France, and he was uh, being interviewed by French uh... journalists, and here is what he had to say
2: and uh, President Biden asked me about it, and I told him and expressed uh, you told Joe Biden that it was not the right. He thing. asked me he said what's the situation and I explained exactly uh, he was he had not been aware of that he lit literally, literally had not been aware of what had transpired and i don't want to go into the details of it, but suffice it to say that uh, that the president uh, uh, my president is very committed to um, uh, strengthening the relationship and making sure that this is a small event of the past and moving on to the much more important future.
1: Okay, so there are two things in this video that, that struck me right away. And the thing that the quote-unquote right-wing media, oh, the right-wing media, they pounced on top of... John Kerry saying that Biden had no idea about the particulars of the situation. And they inferred, so the media jumped and inferred, that Biden had no idea about the deal for the nuclear submarines. It could be interpreted that John Kerry is saying that Biden had no idea about the French anger. And everybody kind of ignored that, and they just jumped on Biden had no idea about the 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 deal for the nuclear submarines and and the fact that they'd be kicking kicking France to the curb. Um, I think it makes more sense that he was talking about the situation being the French pulling their ambassadors from the United States and their anger regarding the deal. that makes more sense in that clip, but there's there's another part that was widely ignored uh, by the media, and I, and I want to play that one again. This is the one that I think is interesting and more telling.
2: I don't want to go into the details of it, but suffice it to say that, uh, that the president, uh, uh, my president, is very committed to um, uh, strengthening the relationship and making sure that this is a small event of the past and moving on to the much more important future.
1: So that's what, that's what I thought was more interesting. I could, I could totally see the nuance of what Biden did know and didn't know, and whether it applied to the nuclear submarine deal or the French anger. But the way, Carrie, when you watch the video—oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this, um, I'm doing this podcast also as a video. Go to Odyssey, uh, The Conservative Hippie on Odyssey, subscribe, watch the video. I'm doing more audio-slash-video podcasts. Anyways, back to it. So listen listening to John Kerry I thought it was very interesting the way he said he was talking about Biden and then he says the president then he stops and he says my president is interested in moving forward i it was very interesting the way he was talking about Biden talking about the president then stopping and saying my president now I could be completely off my rocker and like, oh, hey, Jay, it's a figure of speech and perhaps John Kerry has used it before and it's a very diplomatic way to refer to the president of the United States and say, my president, when you're a hotty toddy that's uh, gone to Yale or Harvard or wherever he did and laid in a coffin with his skull and bone ritual. I mean, what? Anyways, there is rampant speculation, and and justifiably so, as you see the jello man that is um, president of the United States, who uh, incoherently skips along day after day, and you have to wonder What is he doing? You've seen, what does he know? What decisions is he making? What is the team that's behind him that's making all of these decisions? Because clearly he has a difficult time knowing where he's at, where he's going, uh, let alone uh, the pressure and amount of information that the job of the president of the United States has to deal with on a daily basis, if not hourly basis. So, it's okay to speculate on who the heck is really running things. All right. I thought this clip from John Kerry was very interesting the way he almost switches and there's two different presidents. You know, there's Biden referring to the president, then he stops and he says, My president is interested in moving forward. Is there a shadow government? Who's running the shadow government? How many shadow governments do we have at this point? What is going on? I think that's that's worth all of our asking. Now, if you think I'm crazy and you say, "Hey, you know, this is just absolutely ridiculous," I will give you Nancy Pelosi also this week. Keep government open. We intend. We have to do those imminently, uh, and, and more imminently even uh, to address the full Obama
2: agenda of building back better with, and I love to say, building back better.
1: There there you go. The Obama agenda of building back better. Why hasn't anybody in the media um, asked questions about this? About John Kerry referring to my president, about Nancy Pelosi talking about the Obama agenda? I mean, it's happening enough now on a regular basis, these Freudian slips of the tongue, that they should be asked. But oh yeah, that's right. Nobody is allowed to ask anyone any serious journalistic questions these days in this administration. We have no transparency anymore in government and it's absolutely shocking. So there, that's my that's my salacious tidbit to get us into this show. Um, now let's get to a little bit more of the fact based and um, troubling situation that we have at hand with our COVID crisis.
0: It's the tweet. It's the tweet. It's the tweet. It's the tweet. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week it's the tweet 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 it's the tweet of the week
1: okay i've got the tweet of the week by tyler carden he's on twitter as ty carden and he produced a tweet that really just breaks through all of the narrative um the fire hose of misinformation, if you will, the the narrative of the mainstream news with simple statistics from my state, Washington state, where he shows that the breakthrough COVID-19 case trend, meaning people who've gotten COVID that are fully vaccinated, it's supposedly rare, right? These breakthrough cases. Well, from January 17th to July 17th, that's six months, there were 3,446, quote unquote, breakthrough cases. Then one month later, that number jumped to 21,757. Then one month after that, the number jumped to 41,727. It doubled in the last month. And keep in mind, that we know that vaccinated people are more likely to have their symptoms reduced so how many people are getting covid that are fully vaccinated that don't go and get tested or don't go into the hospital so that number is most likely much much higher but it but it doesn't end there cuz keep in mind Washington state is 70% vaccinated meaning 12 years old and up, 70% of the population of the state of Washington is fully vaccinated. These statistics that Ty Cardin is uh, pointing out strike to the heart of all of these mandates. If these breakthrough cases are real and they can spread, it's already shown that their viral 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 loads are uh, equal to, if not more, than unvaccinated people who get COVID. Do we have super spreaders out there? These breakthrough cases are super spreaders. Why do we have mandates? Why is it so important to protect your neighbor to get vaccinated when clearly we've got all these breakthroughs? And now on top of that, I wanna show another slide um, right now, hospitalizations are dramatically increasing in the state of Washington. Just look at the chart there. So once again, at the point we have great adoption of vaccine policies, 70% of the population 12 and up is vaccinated in Washington state. We're seeing these spikes in hospitalizations. And you know, I don't like to do my show on the coronavirus. I, It's a hot button issue. A lot of people have their own personal opinions about coronavirus, how to combat the coronavirus. And that's great because we should have autonomy over our own bodies. We should be able to make our own health care decisions. And I don't like to uh, be so full frontal with these stats. And in, in my opinion, it's it's difficult in this time. People are brainwashed. It's tough to wake them up from the brainwashing. But at the same time, I also understand, I had a friend of mine, you know, we're close enough that I could outright ask him, why did you get vaccinated? And he said it was his personal choice because he trusts his medical provider. I have another close family member that got vaccinated that I wouldn't have expected for her to get vaccinated. And she did. And she said, well, you know, I talked it out with my husband, and uh, over that conversation, we decided it was best for us. That's fine if people are making informed consent. Where, Where the problem is, is where we're shutting down the economy, we're taking away people's livelihoods, we're restricting their freedom of movement For something, each day more data comes out, more truth comes out that shows none of these policies, none of these mandates have worked, worked to the point of what they stated they were supposed to do in the beginning, and we're just continuing to go through this. And all along, the people that have been saying, why do we have these policies? Why do we have these mandates who have been shouted down as if they're bad people are proven right? But the people that need to see it are turning away. And unfortunately, the worst part of this, the absolute worst part of this are the lies, the lies for profit the lies to get the vaccines out to people that's clearly a profit grab did you see did you see pfizer with their 35 billion dollar quarter that's just a quarter that's not a year's income people need to wake up because other countries that have used other mes- methods are doing better than the united states other countries that have leaned heavily into the vaccine are also seeing these breakthrough cases and spikes in hospitalizations. It's all right there. And it has been there the entire time. You just have to look. The masks don't work. That's what the science says. As a matter of fact, the masks can actually hurt you. There are therapeutics for coronavirus, but they've been quashed. They, the mainstream media narrative has outright attacked the therapeutics that work well against the coronavirus. It, in the end, it just seems like all this Pfizer money and the Gates global health monopoly, it's all been a profit grab. It's all been a control grab. And people aren't seeing it, even though it's very easy. I'm going to take a break right now, and I want to come back because I want to show you just how easy it is to see some of the data. I want to show you what the mainstream media is hiding from you. I'm just some dude in Washington State. I am not a journalist. I'm not a reporter. And yet I come across this information, and it should be out there. So we're going to come back, and I'm going to show you in live time where you can go to see data on the vaccines and the actual harm it's causing people. It's, it's global data that has been gathered, legitimate. We're not grabbing this off of some dude at a trailer park who's memeing, okay? We're talking about global health data. All right, all right, stick
3: around. We'll, we're going to go through that when I get back. Hey, have you ever thought about a vaporizer to consume your dry herb? It's the least damaging way to enjoy your flower. A vaporizer takes 99% of the carcinogens out of the smoking process. And I know the perfect vaporizer just for you. Smoke and Jays developed the perfect vaporizer over years of trial and effort. Click on the link in the show notes. It will take you to the smokeandjays.com perfect vaporizer page. And a 15% discount will automatically be applied to your purchase. It's palm sized for portability and it has three different temperature settings to customize your vaporization experience. It truly is the perfect vaporizer.
1: Okay, thank you for listening to that. That is my company. If you want to support the show and you're into dry herb, hey, get yourself a smoking Jay's Perfect Vaporizer. So I've gone a little long-winded today. I wasn't planning on going this long, but I think this is important because... One of the largest problems I have that I think is so maddening uh, from our current situation that we have placed ourselves in is all of the information is right there. It's even through the official sources at the CDC, um, World Health Organization. They just aren't giving it to you. They're just not spoon-feeding it, but it's there. And at every corner, when someone tries to point it out, they're labeled as misinformation or they're straight-up censored on one of the social media platforms. So here we are. We are at Vigi Access. Um, This is a World Health Organization collaborating center for international drug monitoring. Okay, this is a database of reported potential side effects of medicinal products. All right, it's a whole database. Now, it even has a note here, special note regarding COVID-19 vaccine data. You need to search for COVID-19 vaccine specifically to get that specific data. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go down, confirm, search the database. So we put in... COVID-19 vaccine. This pulls up all of the reported incidents from the vaccine across the world. Total number of records that they've received, 2,201,851. That seems large. Now another so you can go through this data on your own again for the people who are only listening vigiaccess.org and I'll have a link in the show notes so you can go there yourself and put in the specific search criteria covid-19 space vaccine and find it so let's take a look at the adverse drug reactions that have been reported to this vigiaccess database So we've got blood and lymphatic system disorders, 88,967. Cardiac disorders, 108,468. General disorders and administration site conditions, 1,344,000. Immune system disorders, 30,000. Infections and infestations, 148,000. So you can see that when they say these side effects are extremely rare, they're as rare as these statistics say they are. And to me, they're quite significant. Nervous system disorders— 952,000. Now it breaks it down even more. You can get into the geographical distribution. So for example, Africa, the Americas, Asia, Europe, Oceania. So of the uh, uh, of this data of this reporting, 38% of the reporting is coming from the Americas. Age group distribution, okay? 39% of the of the people reporting adverse effects of the vaccine 18 to 44 years old, 39%. 31%, 45 to 64 years old. They give sex distribution. This is one that I really, that, that stood out, that popped off the screen for me. As a percentage of all of these cases that have been reported as um, adverse events or uh, events that uh, were reported to this World Health Organization um, database, were female, 30% male. So when they give you language like this is uh, any adverse effects are very rare, um, and they just push it and push it and push it, even in the face of common sense like we went through earlier, where if the vaccinated can get the COVID and spread it, then why do I need to get the vaccine if I'm in an age group that has a 99.8% chance of survival? It's why I talk to parents and I say, don't get your kid vaccinated. They, the, the likelihood of them being hospitalized or um, injured from COVID is so small. Look at the likelihood, the possibility that they might have an adverse reaction from the vaccine itself. I would guess, just looking at the statistics and the numbers of the events, that those two numbers are very serious or very, excuse me, those two numbers are very close. So, why would you choose to take that long shot risk instead of waiting or going through with natural immunity, uh, taking that risk uh, in the course of of normal life? Why would you choose to go and take that risk instead of just boosting up your immune system, using therapeutics? Keep in mind, none of that, all of the data as well in the in this pandemic that we've been through is all in the face of our primary care providers and the mainstream media telling us that some of the therapeutics put forth don't work. When clearly we have data, like for example, ivermectin, look up in India, what happened in ivermectin when one state banned ivermectin and the other state adopted it. Look at what happened to those two states and the uh, COVID hospitalizations. It's dramatic. It's dramatic. We've got uh, countries like Israel that is one of the highest vaccinated populations on the planet. And as soon as they reached a a really solid level of of, uh, vaccination, their COVID cases spiked. That's just recent news. But they're not telling you that. They're hiding that from you. They're hiding from you how well vitamin D works to combat covid not after you have it but as a as a prophylactic to keep your vitamin d levels high all right all of this information is out there and again i won't i probably won't do a show on covid for a very long time it's something that kind of makes me uncomfortable because it is all our personal choice but it's not becoming our personal choice and i need to reach out to the people that are just getting that mainstream narrative thread to say, no, you need to dig a little deeper. There is good, solid information that they are not giving you that you need to seek out so you have an informed choice in this matter because the unvaccinated are not affecting your children or your neighbors. You're not a better person as they've tried to train you to think for getting the vaccine. That's all a load of malarkey.
0: Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the conservative hippie podcast. Visit our sponsors, smokinjays.com, Everything for your and lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.